Hey, did you see that game last weekend? It was crazy. Actually, we were there. Wait, like in person? How'd you swing that? Allegiant had a super affordable nonstop flight out there. With how low the airfare was, buying tickets to the game was a no-brainer. Hold my beer. I'm going to Allegiant.com right now. Allegiant, the official airline of the Las Vegas Raiders. Experience the game you love at Allegiant Stadium. Visit Allegiant.com slash Raiders to book your flight, game tickets, and hotel all in one place. Welcome to the Raiders Press Pass, your credential to all things silver and black. Um, okay, so um, obviously onto the Chargers and uh, just watching them. I think it's been really impressive to see how they've um, handled, you know, their issues relative to the injuries that they've gone through. And, um, you know, I think Tom and Brandon have done a great job of putting that team together. And the depth of their roster has really been, you know, um, challenged and they've used a lot of people and they've gone in there and played good football. So um, it's kind of a, I don't say it's a completely different team, but there's definitely some changes from the first time we played them three months ago to now. And um, so a lot of our focus is going to be on, um, you know, just getting familiar with the people that we're going to be lined up against, which is a little different than the first game. So um, explosive team, all three phases, excellent in the kicking game. Uh, you know, as good a punter as we're going to see, um, you know, have used three kickers and don't miss any kicks. Um, Carter's a dangerous returner. Uh, offensively, obviously, you know, you, you know, where do you want to start? Um, Herbert, excellent, um, continues to do it. Uh, at a high level, and I'm talking about basically everything in terms of quarterback play. Eckler, 80 catches, uh, you know, leads league and yards after catch, hard to tackle, um, you know, touchdown maker, obviously scored a lot of scores, a lot of points every year he's in the league. Uh, and I know they're getting some of their receiving weapons back too. So um, big challenge for us on defense. And, and then, you know, defensively, Mack uh, gave us fits in the first game. Uh, Derwin James, uh, you know, all over the field, as good a safety as we see, uh, no, de- no doubt about it. Really good blitzer, good in coverage, uh, finds the ball, gets it off of people, got it off Arizona the other day. Um, you know, and they've, they've played a, a lot of bodies on defense, which, like I said, is a, is a tribute to Brandon and what he's been able to do, you know, with the depth on the roster. So uh, a lot of good football players, uh, big, big challenge in all three phases. Josh, when you're uh, putting your weekly uh, practice schedule and all that together, um, especially this time of year, what's the, kind of the calculus on when to actually practice, have a walkthrough like you're doing today? Um, and has that changed over the years when you're when you're starting to think more about the shoulders than the physical part of it? Yeah, I think you just gotta um, you know know where your team's at and and what they need. Um, you know, I think that uh, you know the healthier you are. Um, you know, the more you need contact, uh, then you start, you know, um, you know, using the padded days a little bit more. Um, you know, I think just for our team, uh, you know, we had an earlier buy, you know, so uh, whenever you have an earlier buy, uh, you, you just got to make sure you kind of look at the whole season in totality and try to figure out where you might be able to catch up on a little bit of, um, you know, rest slash recovery. You know, so uh, this was kind of a stretch that we kind of had earmarked, like, you know, we're going into a, you know, we know the Thursday game's coming up, you know, next week, and 
Um, so just trying to keep our team as fresh as we can. Um, you know, we've gone through some different things where we've had some different bodies in there. So uh, the longer days with the walkthroughs have helped us get just mental reps and communication nailed down. And uh, we certainly don't use them every week, but um, it's been helpful, helpful for us, I'd say, the last couple of weeks here. Are players involved in that at all? Or, I mean, do you lean on them a little bit? Uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely am I'm aware of how they feel and where they're at. Um, you know, I just I try to take in as much information as you can from the staff and the players and, um, you know, hopefully make the right decision for the team, you know, every week. Josh, in the process of rebuilding a culture and rebuilding a franchise, how important is it to teach guys that each week they compete against themselves? It has nothing to do with the opponent. Because in the past, this franchise has a tendency to play up to teams and down to teams. Yeah. Um, you know, we're always seeking our own best performance, you know, and – um, we talked a lot about, you know, this morning we watched the Seattle stuff and, and tried to, you know, get, get that cleared up. And um, we learned a lot from it. And the reason we're doing that is because we're seeking progress, you know. And so I think when you're, when you're consistently trying to do that, I think that you keep the focus on, you know, your play and how well you're doing and, and what you can do better. And, you know, hopefully that's where it stays, you know, because obviously – uh, we're going to reach our best results when every player is playing at the best level that he can. And so um, we'll continue to try to do that every week um, and not necessarily worry about, you know, look, they're all good. And in my mind, you know, every opponent we play is different. Every opponent we play uh, presents significant challenges in different ways. Um, and this one happens to be a division opponent. So um, we're definitely focused on what we can do better and, uh, and obviously trying to get familiar with the team we're playing this week. So obviously, uh, traits with quarterbacks who have fourth quarter drives or game winning drives and the obvious traits. What, what are some intangibles that we would not see that you would know in guys like that who are good at things like that? You're talking about just quarterbacks in general? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I mean, you have to be able to, um, you know, it, it takes mental toughness. Um, it takes, uh, I'd say, supreme focus on, you know, where you're at in the game and, and what you need to do, um, understanding how the game is being played. Because some games, um, you know, some games quarterbacks can hold the ball longer. Sometimes they might need to get out of their hands a little quicker depending on how the rush has been. Um, knowing your own personnel, you know, knowing how the defense is playing you, uh, where you might be able to attack and, and who, who to go to with the football. Um, you know, I just – I think there's a there's a poise um, and an understanding of of where uh, you're at in time and space, you know, that allows those people to really slow their heartbeat down and and perform their best at the very end under the most pressure, you know, and um, you know block out crowd noise, block out all the other stuff that's going on, and just focus on trying to make one good play after another. And the guys that do it the best seem to be able to do that week after week, you know. So. Um, you know, Herbert's obviously in that category. Um, we, we've seen him do it a number of times. They've trailed in a lot of games this year, and he's brought them back. And nobody's done that more in the last few years than he has. Josh, Josh uh, two, a, a couple weeks ago in Denver afterwards, Josh Jacobs said that he felt like they were loading the box in some crucial situations. And he went to Devontae and the receiver and said, hey, there's going to be some opportunities for you. Uh, then last week, it was kind of the exact opposite. We heard multiple guys say that they were doubling Devontae to, to open up Josh. I know you've always consistently said that, you know, the defense gets a votes and things, but has it been even more pronounced with the season those two guys are having, you know, creating opportunities for each other? I think we've seen a healthy, uh, a healthy, healthy dose of, honestly, both. Um, you know, um, 
Look, I don't think any defensive coordinator or coach anymore just stays in one thing, you know, for too long because I think if that happens, you know, uh, hopefully, you know, you're good enough to adjust to it and make some plays. Um, but we've seen a lot of different things, you know, and, and uh, certainly, um, you know, players that are producing at a high rate, uh, they get a lot of attention. And so uh, there's a lot of different ways to do that. I'd say every week we've – We've probably seen a different, you know, stab at that, um, and and we're doing the same thing on defense. You know, we're trying to figure out how do how do we slow down, you know, Allen and Williams and Eckler and Herbert and those kind of things. So, it's a great challenge every week. Um, I think our players are really uh, learning how that works, you know, and and they try to take this away and we kind of try to do this, and then they take this away and we got to try to do something else, you know. So there's a game within the game. Uh, sometimes it doesn't declare until the game is, you know, a quarter, quarter and a half into it, and then you kind of figure out kind of what, what the plan is uh, that you're going to see all day. And um, we got smart guys. Those two guys you just mentioned, uh, they're very adept at understanding the way the game is going and how that presents opportunities for themselves. Josh was named the AFC Offensive Player of the Week today. When you went back and looked at the tape from Sunday, did anything jump out even more than what you saw in person on Sunday? Yeah, his effort, um, toughness, um, I thought was, you know, um, you know, it stood out, obviously, in the running game. Um, I thought he did some good things in the passing game, you know, and he's, he's improving. Uh, I think he's improving his repertoire. He's improving his route tree. Um, you know, he catches the ball very well, obviously. And, um, and uh, you know, he, he did some things in terms of uh, the little things in the game that probably don't get discussed a whole lot, you know. Uh, blitz pickup, um, you know, they tried to get us a couple times, and he, was, he, he had his eyes where they should have been, and he, he, he got his, his job done. Um, thought he did a great job on the flea flicker, you know, of, of hanging in there. Um, and we caught – he took one for the team. You know, so he, when he tossed it back to Derek, obviously he got he got walloped pretty good. Um, but you know, little things like that, he's unselfish. He'll do whatever you ask him to do. So if it's blitz pickup 10, 10, 15 times a game, he'll do it. Uh, catch passes, block, chip. Um, you know, it doesn't make any difference to him. He just wants to win. So I think that's the greatest the greatest trait he has is whatever you ask him to do. If it can help the team win, he's all in. Your question about Josh, he obviously played through injury um, on Sunday, and I think he said toward the end of the game he kind of aggravated it a little bit. Um, it's been reported he may not practice that much this week. Are you guys just kind of being cautious about those soft tissue? And you had a few soft tissue yeah. injuries this year. Yeah. I don't know where the report came from. I don't. I mean, I obviously you didn't hear it from me. Um, so I, I, um, I'm eager to see this week go. Um, and you know, like I said, uh, I'm hopeful that we'll have a, a full group out there. But I mean, look, this this time of the year, you guys know. I mean, we're closing in on December here, and I don't know that there's any player in the locker room that doesn't feel like he's got something. You know what I mean? And so that's what makes these guys great is they they fight through a lot of stuff and. Um, they spent a lot of time and effort to get themselves ready to go every week, um, and I don't. He's he's obviously at the top of the chart in terms of what he does. So um, I would, you know, I'm expecting us to have a shot to have a full group here. Well, Anthony Averett got placed on uh, injury reserve. What went into the decision for you and your coaching staff to elevate Tyler Hall off the past two games to the active roster? Yeah, I just felt like it was the right. I mean, at this point, you know, um, with AA going down again. You know, Tyler's been up a couple of times. It just, you know, rather than, you know, keep him on the practice squad and elevate him again, I think he's done enough to, 
to earn the right to be on the on the roster and you know and he's played in the last few games and uh, that would be the intention going forward so um, you know credit him um, and what he's been able to do and um, just like the way he's competed and played and uh, we'll expect the same from him this week. Do you feel uh, Chandler Jones kind of turned a corner last week? It, it you know seemed like he, he kind of jumped out on some plays, and I guess how important is he to have that kind of production for your defense to to succeed? I yeah, I, I you guys have heard me say it all year. I think Chandler's definitely done some, a lot of good things all year long. You know, it's just the one number everybody wants to point to all the time, and I get it, um, understand that. Um, but I I think he's been disruptive. I think he's played very well in the running game. He's played with great effort and toughness. Um, it's been huge for our just our overall group as a whole. Um, we've been out there every game, you know, every day. So um, you know, I think uh, Chan's performance, um, you know, mirrors some of the ones that he's had recently. You know, he's been disruptive, um, created some issues for other people to make plays. Um, and look, I mean, it's this time of the year. It's like every, you know, we need everybody to play their best. You know what I mean? So. Um, I think Chandler is definitely trying to do that every week, and I think that's what our group is going to try to do. Any update on uh, on Andrew Billings and then Nate Hobbs? Do you expect him to practice at all this week? I'm hopeful that, that Nate will be, you know, like I said, it, that was the intent last week, but uh, he fell ill, so uh, Nate's feeling better, and hopefully that will it'll take form here this week. And uh, AB seems to be doing, heading in the right direction too. So, um, again, we probably won't know a whole lot on some of these guys until at least tomorrow. Um, based on what we're doing today and how we're going to kind of, you know, go through this this day today, um, but I think, like I said, I think we have a lot of guys headed in the right direction. Uh, Andrew Billings, Bilal Nichols, their, their presence seems to be felt a lot in these last few weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, is it almost as easy as saying that bringing in Jerry Tillery and what he's brought to the table has mm -hmm. kind of completed that group as sort of a sum of the parts type of? I think he's complimented them. I don't know if completed is the word I would use there, but. Um, I think Jerry's obviously complimented them. Um, you know, I thought Kyle Pico, you know, stepped up and made some plays in there too. Um, you know, just, you know, the fresher those guys are, you know, the, the better they play, you know, and, um, you know, I thought they, they made some impactful plays in a running game. I thought they made some impactful plays in the pass rush, you know, so, um, you know, there's nothing that you like more as a coach than fresh defensive linemen. So, um, you know, the fresher we can keep them, uh, the better they play, you know. So um, I think that group has, like I said, been complimented with Jerry's presence and what he does. Um, and we're hopeful that we're going to continue to get better, you know, because we've only really been together for a few weeks now. Out um, for the future, how helpful could it be having Haas back given his versatility to play inside? Yeah, so. I mean, important. Um, you know, Nate's obviously Nate's a good player. Period. You know, so it'd been it'd been great to have Nate with Anthony, or you know, and now that Anthony has an injury, I think it's the same thing. But um, you know, Nate, getting Nate back, a player of his caliber and and um, toughness and energy and the way he plays and competes. So um, I'm excited to have a have an opportunity to hopefully get him back this week, and I know he is too. But you mentioned uh, Tyler Hall a little bit, but I wanted to get more of a take on like what you've really seen from him that stood out to you that uh, you think can really be an asset to the team. Yeah, um, you know he's he's really nothing's been too big for him, you know, and uh, it starts with communication and working with the other guys in the secondary and the linebacking core and making sure that you're where you're supposed to be. Um, and I think he's done a decent job of that. Uh, that's kind of that stood out, you know, even before we elevated him. Um, you know, he, he understands the game plan. He understands his role or asking him to do. Uh, he tries to play his assignment the way he's been coached to play it, which I love. And um, he competes. He tackles. Um, you know, he competes in coverage. And he plays hard. And so 
uh, for a young guy like that. You know, he brings some speed and some burst to our defense and um, some toughness. And like I said, there's a maturity to him. Even though he's a young player, there's a maturity to him. Um, you know, when he's listening to the call, he's hearing the communication from the safeties. Like he's locked into it, and, and he's rarely made mistakes relative to pre-snap, you know, decisions. So, um, again, that's the way you earn playing time. You know, you get an opportunity and you make the most of it, and then you earn more. And, and uh, he's a good example of that. George, I know it, I know it uh, <clears throat> didn't end up being a factor in the game, but Amir Abdullah's celebration obviously wasn't intentional. Yeah. Is there a discussion after the game? Yeah, we, yeah. we talk. I mean, look, Amir would never dis, uh, disrespect anybody. Um, we've seen him do that before, you know what I mean, after touchdowns. And um, I don't really get much into telling guys what to do um, when they score. But I think, you know, just being smart, making sure that you're not around anybody from the other team, obviously that was the message. And our players understand that. We don't want to. We don't want to hurt ourselves, you know. Ended up kicking off from the 20, 25-yard line, whatever it was, and that's tough on the kickoff team. So um, Amir's an unselfish guy. would never do that intentionally, and um, you know, but we've, we've addressed those kind of things, you know, because whether it's on the extra point team, after you score a touchdown, celebration penalty, whatever it is, um, it hurts somebody else, you know. So um, hopefully we don't have any more of those. Does it feel like Amir is, is getting really getting his groove in the kick return game? Yeah, I think – I mean, Amir's contributing in a lot of ways, you know. I mean, obviously, you guys see him as the kick returner, and there's statistics that go with that. But, you know, he's playing gunner. You know, he's running down the kickoff team. Uh, he scores a touchdown on third down, converts a few other third downs, um, playing, playing a little bit more of a role on offense, you know, as the season has gone on. So, um, great teammate, uh, unselfish. Obviously, he's got skill, um, makes some impactful plays in the kicking game and on offense. So, uh, love having Amir, and uh, like I said, he he's that guy that no matter what you tell him to do, he's going to do it. You know what I mean? And he wants to help the team in any way that he can. So, um, just I think it's a really good example for for our rest of our guys. Josh, I know you're focused on this week, and it's a week away. But um, Darren and Hunter next week will be eligible. Or do, you, do you think they're close enough to to start thinking about that next week? I think it's definitely you know definitely close enough. It's just you know I'd say timing and the fact that you know that that week is what it is. You know, we'll have to make a decision here that's, I'd say, we'll have to factor in a lot of things here, you know, because it's hard to, you know, sometimes it's hard to play guys that haven't had any chance to practice. You know what I mean? That's the same thing we did with Hobbs last week. It's hard to say he's going to play and hasn't practiced in a month and a half. So I think that's, you don't want to do the disservice to the to the player. So, um, yeah, they're getting closer, no doubt. They're working really hard to get back as soon as they can, and um, we're aware of the clock, and we'll have to make a smart decision when that time comes. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, I mean, that's a perfect picture of football. Like we see eight yard gains and it's like, wow, what a great run and all that kind of stuff. And that's what happens when everyone does the right thing all the time, you know, um, you know, the, Defensive guys get paid too and make good plays and all that kind of stuff all the time. So uh, for for something to come together like that doesn't happen often, but it was great timing for us. Uh, the first meeting with the Chargers, and we knew their defensive line mm -hmm. uh, is always a handful. You saw Khalil maybe a little more up close and personal in that game more times than you expected. Yep. Uh, what's the conversation with him been like since that game? Because I know you guys talk every week usually. Oh, yeah. Honestly, we the amount of times we talk football compared to what we talk about about life is completely different, you know. Um, 
you know, at the end of the day, we're friends. We'll be friends forever. And, um, you know, he's one of, you know, one of my favorite teammates I've ever had, one of my closest friends I've ever had playing football. And, uh, you know, not this week, you know, uh, obviously. Um, but, you know, we always checking on each other's families and things like that uh, and, you know, wishing each other well is really what it, you know, usually is. What can you learn from that last game uh, and the line learned from that game that's going to benefit you this guy's this summer? Well, I mean, anytime you're playing a Hall of Fame type player, it's going to be hard. And, uh, you know, he's someone that has made plays uh, his whole career um, and, and not just plays, but, you know, game wrecking, game changing type plays. And so um, not only him, but their whole front, you know, they got guys all over the place, uh, great depth, um, you know, all across that line. And uh, that allows him to, you know, play freely and move around and do the things that he's, you know, best at. There are some of we, the intangibles that have grown in you these nine years for the late games, being able to bring teams back, game winning drives. As Josh talked a lot about those this morning, mm. you have to have good people around you. I understand that. Yeah. What do you think you've learned the intangibles in your life? I think you have to be um, extremely confident and you have to understand that it's not going to work out every time, you know. Um, you, know, you always, you know, watch those basketball players, or you know, take the last shot and all that kind of stuff. And they, you know, they they'll be the first ones to tell you how many they've missed. You know, and I'm the same way. Um, but I think it's the confidence that every time you're in that situation that you can do it. You know, I think it starts with the mentality, the confidence. Um, you know, you know, you have four downs really. Um, you know, to throw for a first down or go run with your legs. You know, whatever that. So making just good decisions. And so um, I, I wish I had like some big secret, but it really just comes down to. You know, you know, taking the big old moment and just simplifying into okay, just doing my job. This play, you know, hopefully will lead us down the field and you know into the end zone. Derek, we know that as a man thinks, so is he. So I'm curious when you're losing games, there's to the, be that mentality, man. We're losing, you're suppressing. But with yeah. two games of victory, now guys are coming in feeling good about themselves. Yeah. How much can the team improve just because it's getting on a win streak? You know, I think I think for us, the the main word is improve. You know, even if we do win games, like, like we, I've been saying all year, I, th I felt like we had a good football team. We just don't have a good record, you know. Uh, we felt like, you know, we were doing good things. We felt like we were competing against some of the best teams in the NFL and all that kind of stuff. So um, for us, it's just constant, you know, never-ending self-improvement. You look in the mirror every day and, you know, I'll, I'll go watch, you know, our film and say, okay, what did I do wrong here? And if everyone's doing that, then our team will be better, you know, down the road. And we can have plays like, you know, Josh's long run where everyone hits their, you know, block exactly right and the checks and the, the blocks and the fits and the, hel the helmets on the right side and so many little things in football that, but when, it, but when everyone is trying to improve and do it the right way, things like that can happen. So hopefully for us, we can continue to do that, but um, you know, just because we won last week or the week before doesn't guarantee anything going forward, and we know that. Sir, what do you remember about that crazy game last year when the OE came from? Oh, man, I, I remember there was a lot on the line, and um, I remember it was two different teams. You know, uh, there's a lot of, lot of different faces on both sidelines, um, you know, which is crazy. Uh, but uh, I, lo I love the atmosphere uh, that our fans brought that day. It was a lot of fun. Sometimes people mistake the amount of games with how long a season actually is. Yeah. Season, long season. Yeah. And even just looking back at the Charger game, it seems almost like forever. Yes. Have, have you noticed growth? Have you seen growth from your team from where you guys were at that starting point to where you are now? Oh, absolutely. You know, when, you know, when I went back and watched that game this week, you just look at it and you're like, oh my goodness, you know, it's, it's really cool to see the growth, but at the same time, you're like, man, you know, the fact that we were doing some of those things in the game, you make, you know, 
and hit your head. You're like, what are we doing? You know, um, but, you know, you see the growth in our team. You see the growth in, um, you know, each person um, within the schemes, within what's being asked of them. Uh, and hopefully we're getting better. You know, I feel like we are when you turn the tape on, uh, but we still don't feel like we've arrived by any stretch. You know, uh, we still feel like um, even if we've had some success the last couple of weeks that, you know, we still feel in the building like yeah, we had success and we won a game. Um, but our process, you know, just makes us feel like hungry for more. Derek, in their first matchup, because of the situation, you guys kind of had to go past and have to probably more so than you wanted to. Do uh, <coughs> you feel like you guys have a more balanced offense just as these last few weeks with Josh Jacobs? Yeah, I think I think all season we've wanted to be balanced. You know, that's any offense you watch, watch with Josh, um, head coach Josh, uh, you know, he's always wanted to balance attack. You know, even when the Patriots were winning big and, you know, they were still running the ball super efficiently uh, in the playoffs and down the stretch and all those things. So uh, it's something that we want to do, but some game situations, you know, get you out of that a little bit because of the clock, you know, clock running and not being able to get out of bounds is easy and all that kind of stuff. So um, for us, we're, we're always trying to be a balanced attack. Um, I don't know, probably all wing T this week, though, triple option, all that stuff. Thanks for listening to the Raiders Press Pass. For all things silver and black, download the Raiders app and visit Raiders.com. Hi, I'm Renee Summer, our digital news anchor here at 7 at 7. Watch our streaming nonstop newscast immediately with your mobile phone. 7 at 7 is the new way for you to get every bit of local news you need in just seven minutes. Breaking news, local neighborhood news, weather, and sports are just a click away. Reporters bring you all of what's happening in the Valley. From Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, YouTube, and more. Get every bit of local news you need from the RJ and LVRJ.com.